When you're from Hawaii, you talk about the aloha spirit. When you're from New York, you talk about nothing's impossible. When you're from the prairie lands of Saskatchewan in Canada, you talk about happiness and joy. Well, Joni, who are you singing all these songs uh, to? The uh, the sort of coffee house group, are, um, do they already know the message, or is there a message that you're trying to give them or anybody? The general message of my songs, I guess, is just happiness. Most of them have happy endings, and uh, uh, I don't write protesty things. If they protest at all, it's very subtle, and they're sort of, the message comes out like, don't do this, or, or try not to be that way, but it's still through happiness, so that it doesn't stand up there and sort of preach at people. Some people have a problem with happiness. When the early missionaries came to Hawaii, Captain Cook and his gang, they saw the Polynesians riding waves. Naked, by the way. They said, oh, no, 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 we can't have any of that. They're having too much fun. How could people have a problem with happiness? Joni Mitchell, she met those critics, but she also met them head on. What do you mean by happiness, Joni? Well, as a matter of fact, while I was here, while I was in Toronto the last time, I I got a bad review, and and what the review amounted to, I think, was uh, that I was too happy and... uh, he criticized for lack of depth. It was sort of like everything was happy. You know, he said, I wasn't saccharine, but I was a little hearts and flowery. That's what he said. Um, mind you, I should say now, too, that I had two excellent reviews. <laughs> Plus this one that wasn't so good. She's feisty in that way. I love it. So he, he criticized me for being happy, and and that's what I think my songs are. I can't explain it any more than that. They're just, um, even the sad songs are, aren't depressing. They're just sort of wistful. Have you always been happy? I try to be. <laughs> no, nobody's happy all the time. Have you always wanted to be a, a happy singer and writer of songs? Well, I started out um, in folk music, of course, doing traditional ballads, which were these long English things about Lady So-and-So's mm-hmm. husband killed her while her lover was standing at the foot of the bed and things, and House of the Rising Sun about a girl who's been led astray, and I think maybe that's why my songs are all happy, because in the beginning they were all so dreary. <laughs> they were beautiful, but they were, you know, they were just very miserable songs. Good for you, Joni Mitchell. Is there a big future in happiness? You think this is... Uh... Well, I don't know. I've been told by a couple of people I'm not what's currently happening, baby, but I think that <laughs> I think that they'll come around. I had a long talk with a fellow named Paul Allen, uh, who is one of the people who did The Endless Summer, Oh, yeah. And they told him the same thing, that his movie wasn't currently what was happening, baby, because uh, it was too happy and it didn't have any drama or, or anything, you know, or sex in it or plot and all these things. It happens to be a perfectly beautiful it picture. Was, it was a lovely picture, so he convinced me that, that there was hope for happy things. Lovely picture. Paul Allen was the marketing guy for Bruce Brown, who I knew very well and was a very dear friend of mine, who made The Endless Summer. You ask me one of my top five movies of all time, The Endless Summer is in that list. The most successful surf movie ever, traveling around the world. Now that you're in your homes, go watch that movie from 1966. It'll blow your mind. But the big movie companies, they didn't want to play the movie for exactly what she said. So you know what Paul Allen did? He rented a theater in Wichita, Kansas in February. Biggest snowstorm they ever had in Kansas. And they put up on the movie theater, we're going to be showing The Endless Summer. No advertising, no nothing. This is in 1966. The movie sold out for a week straight. That's when they said, okay, Columbia Pictures, or whoever it was at the time, how do you like them apples? So they distributed the film. 
and people lined up around the block to see the endless summer. That's what Joni Mitchell had to do.